Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews for 20 years. You can read all of my written work there at Quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be looking at the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the 14th film in that universe. It's called Doctor Strange, and it's an action fantasy adventure. It's PG-13 rated because of sci-fi violence and action throughout, as well as an intense crash sequence. It runs an hour and 55 minutes. The main star as Doctor Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch, Tilda Swinton, Mads Mikkelsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Rachel McAdams, and Benedict Wong get supporting roles. The director is Scott Derrickson, who also collaborates on the screenplay along with John Spates and C. Robert Cargill. So as I mentioned, Benedict Cumberbatch is the main star of this film. He's playing Dr. Stephen Strange, who is this New York-based neurosurgeon. He's a big shot at his profession. He has this big an ego to flaunt to go along with that big talent. He has this level of cocky, self-satisfied smarm. It's not really too dissimilar from, say, Tony Stark, already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and those Iron Man films. Dr. Strange's job is literally in his hands until a car accident occurs that leaves him without much use of those hands for surgery purposes. And it causes Dr. Strange to go into this emotional and psychological tailspin that he can't quite figure out a solution to his predicament. And contrary to all of his beliefs in science and medicine, Western medicine really has no answers for Dr. Strange. So he ends up following a lead in which a miracle cure was performed from someone who should have been paralyzed but is now not an alternate way of medicine. And that leads Dr. Strange toward a miracle breakthrough that takes him to the mountains in Kathmandu, Nepal, where he immediately connects with a monastic order of master magicians who are led by a powerful mystic known as the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton. The Ancient One proceeds to open Dr. Strange's mind to the powers within him that are far greater than the mere physical ones. However, there's this wayward, this rogue former student of the Ancient One that's gone against their teachings. He's removed pages from one of the most sacred of the magical library's many tomes, This one taps into the dark dimension that may bring to Earth very dangerous forces that even the most powerful sorcerers on the planet may not be able to thwart. Now, one of the best qualities of Doctor Strange as a film is that, with the exception of maybe a passing reference here and there, and an extra scene in the credits, there's almost nothing within this film that refers to the 13 other Marvel Cinematic Universe properties that have come before. That makes this film a perfect one to take in if you're not initiated into Marvel yet, or if you've just been very sporadic, or don't really get that engaged by them. As such, I think, like another second-tier Marvel title that came before it, Guardians of the Galaxy, it allows for some deviation from the core Avengers films in terms of how things are going to look or how they're going to sound, and it gives us a movie that feels organically different in visual design anyway than most of what we've seen before, even if it still retains the same formula structure as the rest of the MCU features. Some of the credit for the film's success is due to the talent that is brought on board. It starts with a phenomenal cast of actors, including Oscar-nominated thespians like Benedict Cumberbatch or Tilda Swinton or Chiwetel Ejiofor and Rachel McAdams. 
Cumberbatch is actually quite good in the lead role in terms of giving Doctor Strange some range of emotion as well as a good physical presence that works well from what we know of how he looks from the comic book forms. Cumberbatch even handles some of the humor with that sense of self-awareness that what he's saying is essentially lame material and they refer to it as such within the course of the movie. And that does give it a level of ironic humor above the bad humor that is within the film, and it works in its favor in a self-deprecating manner. Also on board for the first time in an MCU film is horror maestro Scott Derrickson, the director and co-writer. He shows that when called upon, he's quite adept at delivering a fairly mainstream Hollywood blockbuster with skill and a good visual style. Doctor Strange is so fluidly efficient that it probably will make you forget the disaster that was Derrickson's previous attempt at a mainstream film, the 2008 remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Certainly, this one's going to knock that bitter aftertaste out of the mouths of many who are hoping for Derrickson to cross over. Derrickson is contributing to the script along with his frequent collaborator, C. Robert Cargill. Cargill scripted the Sinister films, and they also collaborate with John Spates, who has taken on such projects as Prometheus and the upcoming Passengers film, which is getting some critical acclaim as well. The dialogue is not a strong suit of Doctor Strange, just like with many other of the superhero films, but I do think that the film does offer up some good thematic material to go along with its comic book goofiness, and when married with a jaw-dropping psychedelic aesthetic. It all adds up to a pretty fun time at the cinema for those people who are inclined to like movies just like this. The plot does borrow many narrative elements from such films as The Matrix, but truth be told, The Matrix also borrowed many elements of its own from comic books just like Doctor Strange, so it's kind of a snake eating its own tail in its way. Martial arts films certainly provide the blueprint for both The Matrix and the Doctor Strange training sequences, so there's a lot of homage to go around. It's hard to qualify this feature as a direct ripoff of anything in particular. It's just another origin story that we're familiar with within the world of comic book heroes, but I think given the emphasis on magic and alternate dimensions, there are just so many other toys in the toy box for Doctor Strange to play with to keep it all feeling like this is actually something pretty new to the universe of big screen superheroes. However, the real star of this film happens to be the incredible visual effects, and those borrow heavily from the city-bending sequences of Christopher Nolan's Inception, but I do think that it makes those visual elements its own through the sheer ingenuity of the complex, kaleidoscopic, M.C. Escher-esque aesthetic design that has the entire planet behaving like the world's most elaborate Rubik's Cube. It's a really engaging aesthetic and good visual design for the film. I think it works wonderfully for the kind of superhero that Doctor Strange is. The film also builds to a climax in which magic skills are put to good use, as is the intellect of the protagonist, much more so than the brawn. They're trying to thwart the powerful adversaries from perhaps destroying the planet on the pretense of bestowing everlasting life to all. That Doctor Strange manages to still retain a certain wit and ingenuity during these big blockbuster set-piece moments where others before it put all of that aside for generic explosive action. That's perhaps one of the more refreshing aspects of this film. And while it feels important while you're watching it in real time underneath, it's all pretty much nutty nonsense. Yet, 
I do think that it's done in all of the best ways possible, thanks to the real-life magicians who've crafted the visual effects sorcery that complements Doctor Strange's stunning astral journeys. I'm giving Doctor Strange three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a good movie, worth going out of your way to see if you like all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Certainly, this is going to be ranking right up there with some of the better entries. I'm not saying this is the best, but definitely for me, it's probably in the top half. And that's coming from somebody who never really got Doctor Strange. I grew up reading comic books. I've read my share of Doctor Strange as well. I never really got into it, but I think that the way it's presented here, I am very enthused about seeing where things go for a second entry. So three and a half stars out of four for Doctor Strange. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you reach out and let me know what you think of Doctor Strange. You can go to my website, find my contact information, as well as links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. Any of those means are perfectly adequate ways to get in touch. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. 